Hi, Bevs. Hey, Bev. Dear Kiki. Dear Kiki. Red Fox, you know, Desperate Housewives. He doesn't want to marry you. Love you like I love you. Don't talk to yourself. Cheers, Bev. Cheers. Ill-advised. This is ill-advised. Hey, Biffs. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello and welcome. I can't even do it again. Welcome to Advised. <laughs> oh, I'm welcome to Advised. Either this whole thing off. Welcome to Advised. The podcast for two best friends are so fucking delirious, I think. Was that? That's not that funny. It was. Was it? It was. I feel like. You're crying? I'm crying. The podcast where two best friends tell you what to do when someone else already has. After some picklebacks. And a voice like this to greet you. Don't you know? <laughs> what the heck? What the fuck? How, How you, you doing? doing? <laughs> I think you need to answer that I think first. I do. I do. I th- I'm just delirious in general. I don't know what day of the week it is sometimes. Um, mm. This um, unemployment thing is really starting to get to um, me. I think I've, I've hit acceptance that I'm unemployed. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. That took way too long. Yeah, because you're about to have a job. <laughs> well, fingers crossed or not. We don't know. True. Right. Because this is this interview is both ways. Yeah. I need to know if I want to work for right. you. Right. But yeah, it's just been weird. And now I'm like doing stuff for our podcast and doing stuff for Brofia. Brofia. I, people got a taste of that last episode. Yes. Um, and they can get a taste of that on social media. And it's been kind of making my days go by, you know, yeah, but yeah. I'm also like, like, I've been sitting here for eight hours, literally playing on my computer I or mean, working. And I'm like, I should be like writing policy or like firing somebody. Like, <laughs> I know it's weird. Which one's more fun? I'm writing policy. Firing someone is never good. Really? Yeah. It's not. I feel there, like that would be. There have been some instances where I was like, finally, we're getting rid of this jerk or this bitch or whoever. Mm-hmm but it doesn't feel good to do it. They, really? they have family, they have a home, they have finances that they need to like have settled, you know, like you're kind of taking their livelihood. Are you or are they? That is mm. a very debated human resources question. And yeah. the answer is they. At the end of the day, their decisions lead to this action, but I have to like terminate your pay. And that just doesn't feel good. I mean, yeah, I totally understand yeah. but also. It's just the compassion. Really. Right. And which I think sets effective human resources managers apart from those who are ineffective. Because mm-hmm. the ones that are totally disconnected, yeah. they're the ones that, yep. you know what I mean? Like, you don't want to work with them. Right. You need people that have compassion, that want to, like, it's like human resources is the help for the employees, not the principal's office. Mm. And that's how I am. <laughs> Makes sense. How are you doing? I am, I'm good. Yeah? I am. Your eyes I are popping like- today. Oh, thanks. Maybe it's the shirt. I don't know. I mean, maybe I'm so used to you that I don't even... You don't even recognize my beauty anymore? No, I always Great. recognize your beauty. Great. Your eyes just aren't your personality. <laughs> what are they? They're the window to my soul. Uh, I'm not looking that deep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like I'm a little bit more scatterbrained than my usual scatterbrainness. Um, but it's... Meh. Also... The other day, I went to, well, I went to go grab a coffee, and then I noticed that I needed gas. I hate 
getting gas. Yes. And I had enough to get to where I was going. So I was like, eh, whatever, I'll just. And then for whatever reason, I was like, just fucking do it now. You know, you're not going to do it later. And then you're going to end up rushing around or screwed or whatever. So I'm like, I'm just going to do it. So I pull up and the original pump I was going to park in front of had the yellow bag on the handle. Oh, so no like, out of order shit. Yeah. So I was just about to be like, all right, yeah, I'm just leaving. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed the pump on the other side. Mm-hmm. So I just whipped around and pulled into there. And I go to the pump. I put my card in. And it like does this beep and says, we can't use your chip at this time. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I don't know what the fuck that means. So I go to take my card out. And then I was going to put it back in. And then I noticed the bottom of the screen said prepaid $40. Oh. So I was like, oh, shit. They put it on the wrong pump. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, I'm like looking around. I'm waiting for somebody to like come out the store or like. Ma'am, don't pump. Right. Like something. So I like, wait a second. And there's no one. There's hardly even any cars there. So I'm like, is somebody being a good human? And like random acts of kindness. Take it. So I did. <laughs> good. But then I even waited again after mm-hmm. just in case. Because I would have just used my card to pay for their gas. Right. And nothing, no one. So I don't know if that was an accident or if it was a random act of kindness. But either way, I was just like, it's weird that it's hard to accept that like somebody did that intentionally. Because yeah. I even posted on Facebook, like whoever prepaid pump for at this gas station, like you're a beautiful human. And even the comments I get it, I was getting were like- I didn't see that. They forgot to like, yeah, somebody forgot to pump or like, yeah, good luck until they get a refund or whatever, like just- People went negative? Yeah, all of them. Because you were praised? Yeah, I was just like, yeah, I mean, if it was accidental, like I'll gladly reimburse them. Right. But it felt very much like a random act of kindness. Like kismet, like- Yeah, like somebody- yeah. Wow. I know. That's so nice. I know. Fuck those negative reviews or I, responses, reviews. Yeah. yeah Fuck those of. negative responses. Like, I know. I like, when someone pays ahead at you at Dunks, right. you get to choose whether or not you want to pay for the person behind you and break right. the cycle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. no one questions that. Right. So, if someone paid the gas for you, maybe just to be nice or because he thought you were hot. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Or she thought you were hot. Why Maybe. why am I limiting it? <laughs> True that. You know. But So yeah, nice. that was I thought that was really cool. You don't see that much clearly mm. for everybody to be like, uh yeah, great. Even well, one comment was like, So you took it? I was like, like Yeah. Yeah, I fucking took it. Like, what, was I just gonna leave it there all day? <laughs> <laughs> for someone <laughs> else to take it? Come on now. Okay. <laughs> It was clearly meant for me. My chip got rejected. <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. Oh, I hate those so, pumps. Uh, but yeah, that was my thing. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the highlight of your week? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah, there yeah. you go. That's good. That's nice. Yeah, it was. If that happened to me, I would have texted you immediately. Shame on you. Well, I learned from you to wait to tell you things when we're recording. Ah, uh, fair. Mm. Make that face somewhere else. Motherfucker. Wow. So much for those eyes. Wine? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> fucking compliment a bitch and she fucking gives you those eyes. Uh, we are drinking a refrigerated because fuck this heat. Oh my God. This heat Can't wave. breathe outside. Right. Misty Cove Wines. 
the estate series, which makes it sound really, really mm-hmm. fancy, but I'm wondering if they just had a barrel that needed to be emptied, you know? <laughs> uh, it's a Sauvignon Blanc 2022 from Marlboro, New Zealand. My and favorite. it's got 93 plus points on Wine Orbit, whatever that means. Oh. I'm going to guess it's out of a 100 point scale. Let's hope. <laughs> Produced from Marlboro's rich soils. The Misty Cove Estate Sauvignon Blanc celebrates the region's character and earthy charm as well as giving a nod to good times. This refreshing and tasty drop is sure to impress with a classic bouquet and splash of summer fruit. This is the wine best enjoyed with friends and great food. Ah, we got friends and good snacks. (laughs) Drink responsibly. It's got the nose of a Sauvignon Blanc for sure. Oh. Fuck. My mouth's juicing. I was not expecting that. Me either. There's a Bancroft Estate one that we really, really liked. I know you remember that one. I thought there was a wolf on it, but it was a sheep. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And I featured that on one of my Brofia videos. Oh, you did? I did. I think I might like this one better. Still good on taste, too. Mm -hmm. A little more sour. Say opposite for me. Really? Mm -hmm. Sweeter for you? Mm -hmm. For me, it's a little more sour. It's like a runway on my palate it's like right in the middle of my mouth which is weird this is just fucking wonderful i love it this is wonderful i absolutely i don't remember how much it was because i walked into this store and was looking for different wines on the racks because went through all the refrigerators Mm -hmm. beer 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 and they said great we're gonna have to shove it in the freezer Mm -hmm. ghetto style yep wrap it with a wet paper towel and (laughs) hope to god it's cold (laughs) enough before we record yep and some guy comes up to me and he goes do you need help with something i was like no just looking but like do you have refrigerated wines anywhere yeah dude it's hidden oh like some sort of some sort of secret fucking initiative yeah dude it's hidden that was his exact response. Follow me. <laughs> what the fuck? And I was like, all right, I'll follow you. And I'm thinking it's going to be the skinny little fridge. How to you know, kidnap like, us in 2023. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking it's going to be the skinny little fridge. You know how like refrigerated There's, wines just have like yep. three different wines. In yep. It? And I'm looking up and down in this case and it's literally like three wine fridges full of white wines wow. and he's like and there's more inside of the cooler if you go in in the back corner so where was it hidden there's literally a little hallway that looks like employees only oh yeah so i obviously didn't get killed right i made it um and i'm looking through all of these wines and i'm like there were some beautiful italian ones some rosés some mostly dries some very sweet like rieslings and stuff Mm -hmm. like that which i feel like we should venture into but listen we judge wine by its label because we don't know shit about it yeah and i was like no none of this is kind of hitting with me so i go inside the case and this one which to be completely honest is like it wouldn't be my first it wouldn't be mine either but it just said take me so i picked it up and then it said 93 plus on it and I so said, I'm going to take you, girl. I'm going to take you now. <laughs> I give it a five. I give I would, it a five. I would look for it for sure. 5.1. I love it. I fucking love it. I really have I no idea how much it is. It. I hope it's not expensive. I hope not. I got questions this week. We're on the slate this week with our friends at How to Do It. 
Yay. with Rich Jezwiak as he Stephen Stephen as he let us know um, yes. kindly on a on an Instagram post. Very yes, smart. not like juice, not Jezwiak. Yeah, Jezwiak. Uh, <laughs> and um, I believe we may have one or two with both of them and or Stoya also. But yes. for now, let's start with, I started a sexual relationship with my stepfather. For fuck's sake. And I'm not sure if it was a mistake. What year is this? 2020, November oh. 16th. I started a sexual relationship with my stepdad, Biff, and I don't know if it was a mistake. I don't know. Intrigued. <laughs> I feel like the title alone makes you feel like, I think you know. Might have been a I was mistake. Like, what's not to know? What's not to know? <laughs> so this one is pretty long. So I'm going to try to, um, you know, improvise a little bit here. Yeah. Because I just want, I was too curious to leave it alone. For sure. Dear How to Do It, I'm an 18-year-old female high school senior what the? living with my mother and stepfather. Oh, I am a serious student, get excellent grades, participate in school activities, and have friends. My biggest problem is boys. I can't seem to connect with one. I think that I intimidate the good ones. The few who have asked me out are too lame for me, and rather than spend a bored evening with them, I send them away. Most of my friends have or have had boyfriends, but I am still a virgin. I've been told that I am cute and sexy, so it can't be that. I worry that if I do find someone I like, I won't know the first thing about what to do. I'll come off like some amateur and they will lose patience and interest in me. I got an idea that I know will sound totally crazy, which was to have my stepfather teach me. You know, I'm going to zoom in on that face (laughs) in our reels. I need to. He is supportive and understanding and provides well for my mother and me. When I first brought it up with him, he was adamant he would not even consider it. Brought it up. I know. Hey, dad. Got a sec? Quick question. I pestered him and I guess he thought it over because he finally agreed, but only with strict conditions. We would not go all the way. Instead, we would go step by step. Either one of us could call a halt at any time with no pressure. I set the pace and we would never tell anyone else about it. I might have to read this entire question. Mm-hmm. But we started about a year ago when he taught me how to kiss. I had kissed boys before, little quick ones, but never like that. I wanted to keep going, but he hit pause. Since then, I have gotten more comfortable with our arrangement and have wanted to speed things up. He, are you telling me to stop? Nope. Nope. Okay. <laughs> he always tells me to be patient and take the time to think it over. But by now, we have done just about everything except have actual intercourse. I worry that taking this last step will change things in a permanent way. I can't deny that I find my stepdad attractive, but I don't lust after him. He and my mom have a loving, affectionate relationship, which I am not jealous of. But if we have sex and it is awesome, maybe I will start to want him. But if we have sex and it is awesome, maybe I will start to want him. And he has told me things about how boys and men think about women. In parentheses, all the boys imagine me naked and in bed with them, all of them, and parentheses. I don't want to lose him as a trusted source of intelligence from the other side. If we stop now, and if God forbid we are ever found out, at least we could say that we never had real sex. I would die if dad, sorry, stepdad got referred to as dad. I Even would, better. I would die if dad ever got in trouble because of me. 
but we have done so much already, would it really matter if we just did one more thing? Also, I have become something of an expert on things that not even my girlfriends have done. Suppose some future boyfriend wants to know where I learned to do all this stuff. I'll have to lie about it. I'm going to school next year where I've been assured that there are smart, interesting men. Maybe I should quit while I'm ahead. I'm just so conflicted, I have no regrets so far, and I'm really tired of being the only girl in the virgin club. But there's something about actually having sex with my stepfather that I don't think anyone would ever understand. I'm starting to think that this whole thing was a major, major mistake. Am I going to hell? At Cliff's Edge. <sighs> Are you going to hell? <laughs> that, that's what you're focused on. That's all on. I can answer. Oh my God. Well. Your stepfather's going to hell because adultery is a sin. Oh, sure. And you're having sex out of wedlock. Premarital sex is a sin, however, you haven't had intercourse yet. Yeah, there's so, nothing in there about I think my answer or... is you're not going to hell, and that's all I have to say. <laughs> I'm done. All done. Your turn. <laughs> this is so... What the fuck? There is one thing to have a parent as a confidant who you can <sighs> trust and be very sex positive with and talk about these things to. It is another thing entirely to have somebody in that position to recreate these actions uh, with. Uh, uh, you still have no words? Then? I have no words. I want to know how old stepdad is. Not that it matters I was going to say, much. does that matter? Not too much. No. I'm just curious because he, this all falls on him. Yes, she's legal, but she's fucking 18 in high school in high still school. in high school like she's your wife's daughter yeah he's justifying it by we haven't had intercourse you think so yeah because uh, uh, I'm, I'm sorry that came off as very like questioning because i'm not questioning it what i'm saying is like that's one of the ways i also think he's like trying justifying it to himself as a, it's just mentorship but uh, which is like predatory Yes, yes. Predatory? That, yes. Predatory? Is that, that a real word? I don't know. It sounded fine when We're you gonna said use it. it. <laughs> We're going to use it. Predatory. Uh, the act I... of being a predator. <laughs> <laughs> this was a big mistake to begin with. And what made you go to your stepdad? Of all people. Because she doesn't get guys. I think that was the... Well, she, she gets guys, just not the ones she wants. But your stepdad, why would you ask your stepdad to teach you how to sex? Yeah, I, I'm just at a loss. The whole scenario. This was wrong on a lot of levels. I don't really say things are wrong, but this was wrong. On all the levels. On all the levels. Like, oh. I wonder if he can still get in trouble with her being in high school, depending on where they are. Yeah. Being of consent of age, but still being, consenting age, but still being a school-aged I can't imagine if you're technically legal, you know. I mean, state laws vary, and you never know these days. It's true. Because it just it's keeps getting true. fucking worse. But you should not go all the way with stepdad. And I'm I'm really struggling with with blaming her. You know what I mean? Yes, she initiated. She even said that she like badgered him, but as a grown man. He I don't accepted. care how much you badger me. Right. Fuck no. I have control over this like, situation. Like, you're 18 years old. You're my... You call me dad. You call me dad. 
like so i'm really struggling with you know fault well, yeah i don't I, I don't think that i think that this lies on him i agree with you think about uh, a grown man and your stepdaughter comes walking out of the bedroom naked what are you gonna do right what the fuck get the fuck go yeah no you're so like, right what are you doing you're so right you know what i mean i just can't imagine even having that idea I'm trying to put myself in her shoes, and I can't imagine having well, that idea. Well, that's why I was curious how old he is. Not that it does matter. But if he's, like, 30s, you know what I mean? It's less horrific, maybe. I don't know. Than if you're 50s, 60s. I think it's the same to me because of his position as a parent, the authority. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I'm... Yeah, no, I think yeah, I'm, either I'm way, with you. I'm I think, just, not that I need a convincing, convincing, but, like, talking through it, like... Yeah, that really lies on him. It doesn't matter. She could climb on him ass naked. And it's up to him whether or not. And it's on him. Yep. Do you know what I mean? No no one in the world would be like, oh, she jumped on you naked? Like, oh, okay. That's fine then. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, no, you're an adult and you're you're married to her mother. Yeah. I don't care what what? she did. This is on you. Yes. I'm with you. This is just a curiosity question. What on earth would make you want to do that to your mom? Yeah, see, I thought about that also. Like, what It's just a curiosity question. Yeah. The disconnect to, like, I, I get that she is, you know, kind of stating that, like, she is not emotionally involved. Right. I don't know. There's so much going on here. There's so much going on here. There's a lot to question. At the end of the day, not that we're qualified to answer any of these questions yet, meaning you. Mm. Definitely not me. <laughs> Definitely not. Absolutely not. But I just don't. If this was asked to me, I wouldn't. I, I'd be like, and next question. Yeah. Response? Yes, please. Because I just. This hurts. I just can't get past the dad. I don't care what the 18 year old did. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I don't know why I didn't go there immediately, but yeah, I'm with you. Well, she just brought it up so, like, nonchalant. Like, yeah, you know, I begged him to do it, so we did everything but that. Should I do that or not? You know what I mean? Like, just now, like, I made out with my neighbor. You know, just very, like, nonchalant. Like, should I bang my neighbor friend or not? Oh, yeah. You know? Well, we can answer her question. Am I going to hell? You both are. That's the only... You both are. We've answered your question. No, she's not because she did not have intercourse yet. Oh, right, 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 right. So he's going to hell because oh, adultery. Because adultery. Mm-hmm. But in society, the man is held blameless. So she's not going to hell, but she sure will be punished be in her life. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Dear at Cliff's Edge, taking your incest adjacent issues to an advice column for sorting it out. <sighs> is like taking your Gulfstream G150 jet down to the local grease monkey for servicing. Some things like a therapeutic process and determining who goes to hell are just beyond my job description. Is this Steven? This is Steven. And I want to be upfront with my suspicions regarding the veracity of this letter. It reads like incest erotica and it seems designed to make outright condemnation difficult. Yeah, I didn't go to uh, the incest part because it's stepdad. But I do absolutely get the... Yeah, she yeah, calls yeah. him dad. Yep. 
However, I am nonetheless willing to take this on as a thought exercise, if not. <laughs> Rich. Cheers. Will to you. you please be on an episode? I'm just going to cheers to Rich. Can we <laughs> please come just sit with us and. <sighs> okay. Beyond the tangle of ethical issues, including the framing of this as all your idea that has been met with protests and a seeming lack of overt coercion on the part of your stepfather, there are some glaring moral infractions that no amount of humanizing detail can rectify. This is a sexual relationship with a very clear-cut disparity in power. There we go. Mm. He is more than a mere father figure. You call him, quote, dad, end quote. You've already demonstrated the effect this is having on your burgeoning sexual psyche, as he has told you things about men that are, at most, charitable distortions. He is at this point a biased source and cannot be fairly trusted regarding how sex works. You describe the premise of this arrangement as educational. There's a word here, I don't know. This doesn't happen what? often. G-E-S-T-A-L-T. But gestalt of a stepfather-stepdaughter relationship is so outside the realm of typical sexual development as to present you with a warped and impractical understanding of sexual dynamics. I think we need to know what that word means. Yeah. Gestalt. An organized whole that is perceived as more than the sum of its parts. Gestalt. Sounds French. Gestalt. Thank you for a new word that I'll never use, Rich. This is especially troubling for someone who, while legally of age, has yet to fully develop mentally and emotionally. It's your parents' job to know this. He has failed. Further, this is a tremendous betrayal of your mother. So much damage has potentially been done already that it seems useless to fret about what might happen if intercourse takes place. Mm. This is an arbitrary designation when Pandora's box is the centerpiece on the mantle in your family room. Now, one might argue that the taboo at the heart of this question is also arbitrary in a vacuum, or at least so socially constructed that it's foolish to accept without interrogation. Quote, if gay sex is okay, how can incest be wrong? End quote. William Salatin rhetorically asked in a 2010 piece for this very site. He was responding to the news that a Columbia professor that a Columbia professor had been charged with incest for having a sexual relationship with his of-age daughter. In parentheses, he later pleaded guilty to misdemeanor incest. Salatan reasoned that presence of consent and lack of reproductive intent required an explanation of what separates that taboo of familiar sex from other forms of supposedly deviant sexual contact that are acceptable to an enlightened liberal mindset. There is so much more here. I'm going to skip down to the last paragraph. Yeah. I don't think it's right for me to impose a diagnosis here, particularly when it's not been solicited, and more generally because you know more about your emotional state than I do. I do think that many professionals would characterize your sexual relationship with your stepfather as abusive, and I'm certain none would endorse its continuation. If you really are a person out there in this situation and not someone who needs to seek out a better creative outlet, find a therapist and start listening carefully. This was beautifully written. Kate brought out so many points that I like didn't even get to like my brain didn't even get there yet. <laughs> right. And neither did your textbooks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did not read the incest chapter yet. Yeah. Oh. Okay, next, please. Yeah. I can't even break this <sighs> down. Thanks, Rich. Yeah, yeah. Cause we yeah. He was a real friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. The next one. 
The title has me screaming. Good. Are you ready? This one's by Stoya from April 8th, 2021. It is, my stupid face is about to ruin my sex life with my wife. (laughs) My stupid face. What the fuck? My stupid face is about to ruin my sex life. I want to be in these like writers heads when they fucking write this shit. (laughs) Where are about to be? Yeah. Are we ready? Yep, sure are. Dear how to do it. I love going down on my wife. She loves when I do. It's the most reliable way to get her over the edge or give me a break during intercourse. But for the last few years, she's been too sensitive for my face. My facial hair specifically. Even when I'm freshly shaved. I'm capable of a very close shave. Having tried the usual cartridge razors, I usually use a double-edged safety razor. But even going against the grain with the straight razor leaves her raw, in parentheses, and me dealing with bumps and ingrown hairs for days after. Hey. I'm about ready to go for a chemical or laser hair removal, unless you have any ideas. Too scruffy. Not at all where I thought this was going. First of all, kudos to this man for like, I'll do whatever it takes. Right. To be able to go down on my wife. Right. Like to puff your muff, <laughs> or to not puff your muff. <laughs> Whatever. It just needed to rhyme. I was really hoping this was like an orgasm face one. <laughs> I I did think about that. I really just wanted like him to when be he's like about to finish his face is like like when my eyeballs pop out of my head and my tongue falls out of my mouth and wraps around my neck and chokes me. My yeah. wife can't stand me. All of a sudden, now she is no longer. <laughs> Right. She went bone dry. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. All I have to say is kudos <laughs> to this man. <laughs> Instead of just being like, well, don't know what to tell you. Listen, you clearly, you, I mean, you're okay with doing it if you don't enjoy it. Right. And you're worried about her satisfaction and it gives you a break, as you would say, as you said. So, yeah, maybe... Maybe laser hair removal is an option. Do they make an air for face? They do. Because that wouldn't leave that. You know what I mean? The hair yeah. is sharp, which is a reason yeah. why, right. you know, she's getting irritated. So I'm wondering. A, yeah. Or try a wax. I've seen On your a lot face? Of, yeah, I've seen a lot of guys. Their whole head. Their head. I've their seen the head. Face. I've never seen the face. Oh, yeah. Like a sugar wax or regular wax? I don't know. They both suck anyway. Yeah. So what is the question? He wants to know if there's any ideas unless he goes for a chemical or a laser hair removal. I'll try wax first. But having to do that so often, facial hair grows so fast. True. I didn't think about that part. Yeah. Or maybe just grow out the beard at that point. Maybe you can condition it and make it soft. (laughs) I'm just thinking if it's long enough. Is she not conditioning and making it soft enough? Yeah. Also, there there actually might be... Something with her being ultra sensitive to. I was thinking about that because, well, I'm not. This is just me being analytical. I don't know if it's a thing. I'm just not going to say. No, go say it. No, well, no. Uh, But yeah, I've never had that issue where it's like, "Mm, no, I. Your facial hair or your beard is like not worth the outcome. And not just that. Not worth, but just that like it wasn't so much that it's like this is becoming an issue you know what i mean has it been something that has um been a barrier to finishing 
Or is it something in general that's like a problem? I never thought of that being an issue because, all right, time for some real talk. Are you ready? Great. I've sat on the face or two and I'm all for the stubble. Yeah. But I also don't have a vagina. Well, that's pretty much what I was saying less explicitly. Oh. Is that like, it's... Oh, what I got from that was like, if you have stubble, it's all right. Yeah, it's never been an issue. It's never been something that was like, now I'm suffering afterwards. (laughs) Your face looked like you were suffering. (laughs) What? This is... Sorry, Dan. He doesn't listen to this episode. He listens to the most random parts. Okay. He thinks we're raunchy. He absolutely does. And he is so right. Yeah, I don't... I'm also not opposed to like make me bleed if you have to right you know what i mean like right so i can't relate yeah yeah that's um but yeah maybe she's just super sensitive and i know that that happens for men too men have sensitivities that you know may stop them from actually like for example finishing in a partner it's just the fact of the matter we're all different i don't know but i just literally all i have to say is kudos to this guy yeah hey stoya how about a response yeah Dear Scruffy, you mention a lot of different shaving options, but you don't mention whether you've tried growing your beard out past an inch in length. Ah, I'm fucking genius. Yes, Did you see my are. eyes just grow? <laughs> my eyes? My eyes. All right, because that's what I was looking at. Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, it's tame down here today, all right? Nothing lifting. Everything is suppressing so that we can sit here without trying to figure out where my underwear is. You go get them, Jock. Thank you. I understand beards aren't an option in some professions, but if they're possible for you and you haven't tried it, that's where I'd start. And I'm curious about your wife's pubic hair. Does she have any? I did think about this, like labia stubble. Can we talk about like vag stubble? Sure. Does that, do you ever feel that? Is there? Absolutely. Like, but like, you know, in the sensitive areas, not yeah. just on the outside. No, yeah. Yeah. It, it grows <laughs> it grows in it's more, like no one's watching Biff. it grows in more areas than men may realize okay does she have any is it also more than an inch in length if not and she's willing pubic hair might provide a buffer between her sensitive vulvar tissues and your facial hair or oh, stubble I can't do it. <laughs> meanwhile if you're using aftershave or any spicy quote spicy moisturizers cut them out of your routine and go for a product meant for sensitive skin instead what seems like a sensitivity to hair could be a sensitivity to manufactured chemicals or natural ingredients and products natural isn't always good cayenne is natural Mm. and gastric acid is produced by our own bodies you also want to consider what you eat beforehand the aforementioned cayenne and other kinds of peppers peppercorn and garlic can all cause skin irritation Brushing your teeth about half an hour before oral should suffice, but you'll want to skip any alcohol-heavy mouthwash. That's another common irritant. Has anyone ever Listerined and went down on your vagine? No. Laser hair removal is a big step and can be painful, particularly if there's a bone, like your jaw, or a lot of veins close to the surface of the area being worked on. As an example, when I underwent laser treatment, my calves and thighs didn't hurt very much, but shins and kneecaps did. 
It takes several treatments spaced out over the course of a few months to remove hair, to remove most of the hair, and you'll have a certain patchy look during the process. You may also have some odd reactions. I develop pus-filled pimples around each hair stub in my groin and armpits as it worked its way out of my skin, which was pretty unsightly for a few weeks. Yeah. You're likely to have a few follicles still producing hair after the full course of treatments, which you'll probably want to shave or tweeze for aesthetics sake. Do your research and make sure this laser being used is appropriate for your skin tone and hair color combination. Lastly, has your wife spoken to her gynecologist about this? If not, it seems wise to do so before you embark on a semi-permanent solution like laser hair removal. Yeah. Well, I couldn't have said it better myself. (laughs) Yeah. How the fuck were we supposed to answer that? An orgasm face, sure. Right. Wear a mask. But this? Yeah. Uh, like the ghost-faced mask? <sighs> Talk about stupid face. I know. My answer was doggy style. Right. <laughs> Just turn over. Next one. Ooh. I accidentally discovered a disturbing online profile of someone I know. Uh-huh. It has me very worried. Ooh. September 16th, 2019, and back to Rich. Yes. Dear How to Do It. Recently, I stumbled onto a secret profile of someone that I have a close but not very professional relationship with. It's on a popular site covering every topic imaginable, where by clicking on a username, you can see all of the person's posts and comments interactions with others. This user caught my eye because they were extremely conservative and anti-LGBTQ rights, while also openly being a member of the community. Huh? Yeah. You said what I think you said? Uh Uh-huh. Okay. The last post I read actually revealed them to be the person I know. They are not out and knowing their family probably never will be. While I'm glad they found a place to express their views and really want them to lead a happy, satisfying life, I have some concerns. First, I'm not sure if they realize just how public their comments are, or that they've posted some very easily identifiable information that could potentially out them to a lot of people. Second, we come from an extremely conservative and restrictive cultural background. In parentheses, one of the reasons why I'm worried about this first issue. A bunch of their posts were about how sad, lonely, and isolated they felt. I just wish there was a way to let them know that they have an ally in their corner who would listen, support, and accept them. And finally, a bunch of their comments were affirmative replies to users across the country who share similar sexual interests, asking for people to come to their homes. This person is young, but of age, unfamiliar with dating, especially in America, and very much looking for acceptance and affection. I'm worried they are particularly vulnerable and easy to take advantage of because they would definitely be lying to their family about their whereabouts during these hookups. I'd hate for them to be afraid to call for help if they wind up in a bad situation because nobody knows about this part of their life. My dilemma is, do I talk to them about any of this? About hiding their profile better? About the fact that they can come to me? About safe dating and sexual practices? We definitely do not have the type of relationship where we'd normally even broach the topic of romance, sex, or dating. And I really don't want to have a vague conversation that might reinforce the baseline assumption that everyone is straight especially knowing that so many of the people close to them are openly anti-LGBTQ. I'd hate to make them feel even more uncomfortable or awkward about their sexual preferences. I also understand that choosing who gets to know about certain parts of your life is a very important decision, and I would never want to out someone because the privilege of sharing that is theirs and theirs alone. 
but currently they're dealing with all of this completely alone and I hate the idea of someone possibly getting hurt because they didn't have anyone to go to. User 1234. Well, that's not what I expected. No. I was hoping that they found like a friend's fetish. I know. That was like super extreme. Yeah. It's the question, like, should I reach out to them and and like... And let them know they, they have I a know? resource and that they're like very publicly like spewing this information. It sounds like they like, are both condemning same-sex anything but also expressing how lonely they feel as a same-sex person or as a person who likes uh, seems <laughs> you know what i'm trying to say right yes yeah i was a little bit uh thrown off where it's like a a private profile mm-hmm. i don't know it's apparently very public but they are they not say? they're not blatantly identifying themselves though right uh, well it says that it's identifiable Oh, like they're using their own name yeah. and or picture. Like, we can find out who you are. So I'm confused about... It sounds like... I'm anti-LGBTQ, but I am mm-hmm. LGBTQ. Mm-hmm. But that obviously could be shame. And they've clearly stated that where they live is not very open. And Or it's Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Oh, that was where's a lie that was actually brilliant uh made a lot more sense <laughs> i don't know how to go about this one it sounds like this person is not american raised in a country that lgbtq is totally condemned mm. and has family who espouses these morals and these mm-hmm. you know what i mean these ethics and it's it's a hard pill to swallow but I kind of understand having to hide a part of who you are, but also dropping hints that you want more, that you want what you want, but you just don't know how to ask for it or how to go for it, or you don't just, just don't feel accepted. On the other hand, if I had somebody, let's say, you know, this person's young, right? They said they were younger, but right. of age. If at that age I had the support that I needed, I wouldn't have run around or hidden things even from you. You know what I mean? Right. I would have felt more supported. I would have felt like I had a resource and not just a part of my life that I'm hiding forever. Sometimes I almost wish someone had outed me. Just sometimes. Yeah, just to... You know what I mean? That makes sense. Yeah. And sure, they did, but just because they wanted to say I was gay or a yeah. faggot, you know what I mean? Like right, right, right. people who are harmful or a girlfriend who made up some story that some dude said that we'd slept together when I'd never even yeah. kissed a dude at that point in my right. life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So should you go up to them and let them know? I don't see harm in that, but expect them to be like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. I'm trying to think about like how I might handle it if I came across this. Think about something you can relate to. Something that you've experienced that your family might not be like kosher with, but that you've had to, you kind of hid, but you know, there were some select people who knew this side of you, what you have wanted somebody who was fully immersed in that side of you to do for you. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if... I'm not saying it's the same, but maybe it can help you kind of get an idea. I feel like if I am 
I don't know if I'm wrong for like if I'm posting uh, pro-life mm-hmm. and abortions are horrible mm-hmm. and you're terrible if you get an abortion, but secretly I've gotten one mm-hmm. or I'm thinking about getting one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's comparable in the sense where I'm acting like I'm against this and I support, you know. I think that this that could it gives you an idea of what this person's feeling. I don't think that, you know, one overshadows the other. No, I just mean comparable. Obviously, I'm, you know, I'm not struggling with my sexuality or mm-hmm. or feeling I I can't. Are you sure? Because you could, and it's I, fine. You're in a safe space. I struggle sexually all the time. <laughs> sexuality. <laughs> but just that, like, I'm screaming pro-life because of my surroundings mm-hmm. and my upbringing and these things. Meanwhile, I am in full support of pro-choice. Right. I don't know that I'm ready to accept somebody coming to me and being like, hey, I know that, you know, everybody around you is not going to accept or agree Mm -hmm. with or support you through this. But I just want to let you know if this is a choice that you're considering or whatever, like I'm here. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I'm ready for that. Yeah, I think that's what I meant by like, you know, get ready for. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. But also now, you know, you have an outlet. Right. Later on, late at night. When your emotions yeah. get too much for you, you have support. Then I can think of like, okay. Let me know, come clean to somebody who is... is offering to help. I don't think you can go wrong with that. No, I agree. Because it could very well end with like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Right. And that's it. Or it could be that. It'll come full circle. Two in the morning or no. message like, hey, dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. Say I'm with you. I don't see it hurting anything. Yeah. All right, Rich, what do you got to say? Dear user 1234, I had to read this a few times in order to wrap my head around it. You've given me specifics, and yet I want more. I'm left wondering how it's possible to have a close but not personal relationship with a person. Imagining feuding conjoined twins, or perhaps a prison cellmate you just don't gel with. Parentheses, seriously, are you a teacher, religious congregant, family friend? You say this person isn't out. And yet you have discovered information to the contrary. Perhaps an active queer online life is an early step in their full coming out. I don't know how you could possibly know whether they will ever come fully out unless you've got a crystal ball next to your keyboard, in which case, may I borrow to help with writing some of this column? (laughs) No. The fact is that people tend not to live with their parents forever and find it much easier to live their truths once they aren't living under the roof of an oppressive set of guardians. Wow. Get the sense that you are older and well-meaning, but also that you're underestimating this person's savvy. If they're young, but of age, they grew up with the internet and likely understand how it works. They probably know a thing or two about sex at this point as well, whether it's firsthand or just what they've seen on the internet. Um, I'm gonna just interrupt and be like, internet sex is not the same as life sex. It is not the same. (laughs) (laughs) I understand your concern. Sex education in this country is abysmal, especially for LGBTQ youth. That said, by overstepping the current boundaries of your relationship, you may make things so awkward as to cause a total breakdown in communication. Tread lightly. 
If my reasoning doesn't move you and you are nonetheless convinced that this person is, a, is as clueless about the world as you portray in your letter, send them an anonymous message or email identifying yourself as someone who's in their life. Say that you saw their profile, you understand that they're queer, you support them and won't share this information with anyone, and that if they have questions or concerns, they can email you. Or if they chose, they can talk to you in person. Expressing your agenda up front and leaving the ball in their court will make this less intimidating and will give them a chance to hide themselves better if they so choose. I thought First about- of all, I'm paranoid as fuck now. <laughs> Somebody said, oh, I see you. I know what you're doing in the closet. <sighs> exactly. Now I'm like, great, is it my fucking aunt? Is it my grandpa? Yeah. Is it my uncle? I'm not going to lie, though. That's what I was going to say is I thought about the anonymous letter, but I am so glad you said that. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking I get this letter and it's like, I'm in your life. Cool. Dad? You're stalking me. Are you watching me through a window? How do you know this information? My first assumption isn't going to be, oh, you found my secret Facebook profile. You know what I mean? Now I'm like, great. Somebody's hijacked my, what's that called? If you break into my Wi-Fi or some shit and like can get my information. Breached my privacy? No, what do you like? There's a name. There's a specific name for people that can. Hack? Hack. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what gave it to me? This. (laughs) My hacking motion? (laughs) Which is not a hacking motion. (laughs) For some reason, I was thinking it was a much different word than hack. Just kindly fuck off. Uh, I'm about to. (laughs) But yeah, my uh, I'm not gonna get behind the anonymous. I can see you. I mean, your life. Yeah, I didn't think. I didn't think of the creepy part behind. Yeah, because now I'm like, fuck my life. I'd be like. looking left and right like who the fuck now i'm not even opening my laptop ever again thanksgiving dinner is gonna be so weird what about christmas he sees you when you're sleeping this is what i'm saying like (laughs) now i'm just like it's my grandma i fucking know it it's nana i knew she had a lesbian in her yeah exactly (laughs) i get it (laughs) but but i understand the concept maybe don't say i'm in your life Maybe just say, maybe like, just I don't say, across. no, I can't get behind the anonymous thing at all anymore. <sighs> well, I'm thinking, like, I came across your profile on whatever it is. You know what I mean? Because that's like, at least now I know, okay, you're not like watching me. Right. Or you didn't see me sneak the boy in my window last night. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now it's like, okay, well. I don't know that the anonymous letter would sit well with me at all. I'd be so skeptical because I don't know if I can trust this person because I don't like, for example, I have my mom, my dad, and my cousin. Mm-hmm. And let's say they're the only people I have in my life. Yeah. I'd be more comfortable talking to my cousin, but I don't know who wrote this letter. Right. I don't think I would trust the anonymous letter at all. Yeah. I don't see myself being like, okay, thank you for contacting me. Let's go meet in a coffee shop. Unless, like, you put, like, a Google phone number down and be like, text me at this number if you want to meet somewhere. No, then I'm going to just think you're a huge weirdo. Are you alone? I watch Lifetime. 
come alone. I'm not coming anywhere. I'll be wearing a red scarf. Mm, for me to kill you with. What are you wearing? Ew, bitch. I know, bitch. Oh, I watched God. a lot of movies. Yeah, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't have much to add to that. I mean, I think Rich's response was great, but also that that anonymous part was more of like, if you insist on doing something, which that's the part I don't necessarily agree with. I feel like if you insist on doing something, you know, expect them to be closed off. Yeah, yeah. You know, revealing who you are is important. I was going to say, I feel like there's a lot of other avenues to take before we start sending anonymous letters. Like, hey... I know what you did last summer. <laughs> you know what I mean? What are you waiting for? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well. Yeah. I'd make a fake profile before you send an anonymous letter. Oh, shit. Letter. Yeah, that's true, too. Yeah. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't trust them either. Whatever. I agree with everything except that last part. Yeah, for sure. Other than that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think that you kind of, sometimes you do need to leave people to their own devices. I know, but it is also nice to know that if... No, I agree with you. I ever, you know... Yeah. That I at least have one, you know, one option or one whatever. Like a confidant or a potential confidant. Somebody that I can... Like talking to somebody about shit. Like think about it. Like coworkers, schoolmates, friends. Like you talk to them about your day or your weekend. You know what I mean? Like it's part of pleasantries. It's not just like an intimate relationship. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, it's part of just like, you know, being sociable and having to hide a part of who you are. If you had that one outlet, what difference that would make for LGBTQ youth, period, to have that one person they could talk to. Yeah, I can imagine. Not. Especially when it's like you don't even feel like you can go to your own family. Like that's that's huge. That is huge. Been there. Look at you now. Bigger homo than ever. I'm just kidding. I'm just throwing on a wig now. That's a whole other thing. I wonder if there's like a an association for those who are follicularly challenged as myself. (laughs) (laughs) Who are like, he's such a poser. We're signing off. (laughs) That's all we have for you this week. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) Oh, send us your questions. We want to know what you need advice on Mm. and your comments, your concerns, and your wine recommendations or Mm. beverages to illadvisedpodcast at gmail.com or you can catch up on all of our episodes at illadvisedthepodcast.com also on social media facebook instagram and tiktok at illadvisedthepodcast you're beautiful you're wonderful share your secrets with a close confidant yeah don't send an anonymous letter and thank you for listening you've been ill-advised <laughs>